Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believed You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And I have another story for you, brother. Another one? Jesus. Another one. But it's not what you think. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, I was outside hanging out with dad and um, Carlos calls me and he's like, hey. And I was like, hey. Then he's like, I got a call from the Austin Police Department. Pause. And I was like, elaborate. He's like, and pause. I was like, elaborate. (laughs) Apparently, our upstairs neighbor, who I have always known, like, there's something up with this dude, Mm -hmm. was just firing off his gun inside the apartment. And... They had to like bust people's doors open and he's like, they busted our door open. And I was like, what about our cat? Because if the door is busted open, like he got out, like whatever. So I'm like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, he he just, I, I we have absolutely no details other than he was shooting off his gun. He shot off like five rounds um, and just uh, apparently just randomly inside his apartment uh, and then, so while I was freaking out, he made another phone call and then the, the police called him back and said, oh wait, it wasn't your door. We busted down. It was another door. We did go inside your apartment cause, but they, they were able to just use a key cause it wasn't dead bolted. Mm. But yeah, they were doing, uh, wellness checks because it was just random, random shots fired. Like they right. didn't know, or I guess he actually pointed upwards is what they were saying. So, um, so that was that. And so that made me think, I'm like, what if he was actually just legitimately crazy and that shadow I saw was actually him just standing outside her window? <laughs> that messed up. Yeah. Do you think it's, it's he's also maybe the one who, uh, like, you know, slashed your tire? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm not surprised. Oh, yes, by the way, my tire got slashed. Um. Now, now, yeah, that's another thing that I thought of, but I don't know how he would know that that's my car, per se. But if he was just going after just random things, then, mm-hmm. I mean. And it just coincidence. Maybe. But, yeah. So, that was that was my morning yesterday. That's or I guess crazy. my afternoon. I know it's not really paranormal, but I thought it was crazy enough to share with you guys. Well, I mean, I was going to ask, you know, since you are, you know, back here in Brownsville in the time of this recording, um, have you had any more, like, uh, have you felt anything else in that room again or has it kind of like gone away? Or? No, it's definitely still there. I, uh, yesterday, like the, the bedroom was like super hot. So I slept without uh, a blanket, but I got so freaked out thinking about Ruth's encounter with like it, like pulling or tickling her feet that I just like covered my feet with the blanket. Cause you know, ghost ghosts can't touch you. If your feet, if your feet are covered, they can't touch you. <laughs> But, um, but I mean, as far as like that feeling of like someone being around, it's like he comes and goes like, or he, he walks around the house. Cause I'll be just sitting like at the dining room table and it just feels like someone is walking by me and everyone's at the din- dinner table mm-hmm. or I mean here, here in the bedroom, um, initially, like when I'm first trying to fall asleep, like nothing, nothing. And then like a few minutes later, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm here. What's up? And he's just kind of hanging out in the room. And then it goes away. Like I actually slept. This is probably the 
uh, I don't want to say the best I've slept because they're still waking up. I was still waking up uh, multiple times, but as far as like not feeling anything, waking me up was mm-hmm. the best sleep that I've gotten um, in a while here yeah. without being disrupted, I guess. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't know. That's that's weird that you say that because I mean, I usually tip- I, I typically don't feel anything like that. It's usually like um, when I'm more, I guess, alone or like further away from people is when when like I start to feel like, you know, that feeling if someone yeah. else is there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're feeling it when like everybody's at the dinner table too. So that's crazy. And have you had any more experiences there at the house with, uh, you know, the whole situation from last episode? Oh, no, not really. Um, I actually don't think, again, unless she's just so subtle that I I haven't really paid attention to her much because there's just a lot going on with like Christmas, like in the holidays and trying to like prep that I just wasn't paying attention at all whatsoever and trying to Mm -hmm. do some like last minute stuff. But um uh, yeah, either like she's not there anymore or she's just so subtle that I haven't paid very much attention or felt her very much. Um, but I don't know, maybe when I go back, if I can kind of focus on her a little bit more and see if she's still hanging around. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm still I'm still upset that I didn't like screen record. What did that orb look like? Uh, dude, like it literally, it, it didn't look like you know, those orbs that you see on TV or like on, in those pictures where like they're real full and like opaque. Yeah. 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 It was just like a little ballpoint <clears throat> kind of thing. Yeah. Almost like a ballpoint of light, like, um, like a pin of really white, like bright light with like a small little aura around it type of thing. Yeah. But it was more like a, a pin of light that just kind of fell to your side and then like came forward. It didn't look like, you know, those pictures, um, that could possibly be dust where it just looks like a like a big yeah. you know fluffy kind of like or like this you know what i mean yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about so that's I wonder why, if you can uh-huh. maybe try and find like an example of what that what it was and uh yeah i'll just have so to I can get a visual yeah i'll have to try and see if i can look it up because it just it was really weird and cuz again i know we were just talking about it with Dan in that last episode and then it, it kind of did the thing like where it was falling from the top to the bottom. So I was like, Oh, well it's just, um, dust. dust, but it didn't look like just dust, but I was like, it's just dust. <laughs> and then, uh, when I was telling, I mean, obviously I got excited and you yeah. can hear it in my voice. And then, um, when I started talking about the sweaters, like immediately after I talk about the sweaters, it literally comes from the sweaters and like forward, like towards the camera, like out the door type of thing. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it freaked me out more. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, like, this just happened. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And it was the exact <laughs> same. It was the exact same thing, the exact same little light, you know? So it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. And again, I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm tempted to like screen record, like, every time we do any kind of thing like that but i mean now i I feel like the chances now that something happens that we're screen recording like now nothing's gonna happen i don't know it took what 13 13 episodes (laughs) episode 13 right (gasps) lucky number 13 new year new ghost no yeah sort of (laughs) i don't know man i'm just uh i'm ready to get this thing started what thing 
the show. Oh, are we done? I mean, unless you had oh. more to stories. Oh, no, no, no. no, not really. Okay, so I'm excited about today's episode. I'm always excited about a new episode, but um, today we have our cousin-in-law. Is that that's a thing, right? Yeah, sure. That- we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, our cousin-in-law, uh, Shannon, our cousin Josh's wife, um, and she's got quite a few interesting stories for us today. And, and Eric, you don't. I guess you got the little summary of them. I sent that yeah. to you. But um, yeah, so I'm excited to get into more detail with these. So, But before that, Shannon, do you want to introduce yourself a little further? Um, I am Shannon. Um, I was in the Air Force. I am a homebody. I am a total scaredy cat. Um, <laughs> I will definitely be the one who's like all the lights on that sort of thing. She says while she sits in the dark. <laughs> Uh, that's true. Uh, I have two kids and I really like music and I'm really interested in this stuff, which is weird because I'm a scaredy cat. Um, but yeah, this is like my passion. I'm like, Ooh, tell me all the weird stuff, but let me do yeah. it with lights on. And then yeah. in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, sure. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I am too. There, Eric and I always like talk about how we want to go ghost hunting and do this and that, but we're too scared too. So yeah, we're my kind of on the same like, page. My dad's like, let's go explore in a mine. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'll wait out here in yeah. a light. There's <laughs> all kinds of evil in the dark spaces. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't I don't play like that. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm i like, I just want to get in there because I know you have quite a few. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's just start with the best one. Well, I mean, the best one, in my opinion, Um. which is they're pretty much all my mom's stories. Um, and I'm going to try to do justice, fingers crossed here. Um, so the first one, which is one of my favorite stories growing up, um, was when God called her. Um, <laughs> so growing up, she's always been like pretty religious, like not the whole go to church thing, but like she would pray and that sort of thing. And her sister was like, I hear God talk to my heart. And my mom was like, okay, crazy. (laughs) And there was one day where she was just having a total crisis of faith. And she was like, okay, my sister has to be just be totally crazy. And she was praying and she was like, look, like, is my sister crazy? Is this real? And she was like, is this going to be like a deep booming voice like you see in the movies? Or is it like when you talk in your head and it's that little subtle voice? And my mom was like, look, you need to give me something very obvious that I cannot, you know, I can't turn it into something else. She's like, I need like a phone call. And as soon as she said that, the phone rang. And she's like, (laughs) and so she answers and she's like, hello. And she describes it as this like gentle, soft male voice. And he's just like, hello. And she's like, hello. And he just says, hello. And at that point, she's like, hello, like, yeah, you know, come on here. Who and she goes, hello, and then hangs up. Ugh. And she was just like, uh, okay, like, did you just yeah. really answer what I, you know, what I asked for? And that was just her moment where she's like, okay. And <laughs> she's <You're> real. <laughs> she, she's never doubted before. And I remember there was one time where she was telling me that story and I was like, mom, there's no way like, 
there's no way that's, you know, trying to find like that logical answer to it. And she was like, babe, this is back when there was like no um, caller ID or anything that like, if you wanted to call someone, you had to put in the work to call someone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, creepy. I was like, I'll go for it, but okay then. <laughs> and Yeah. And then like, so if anyone wants to be like, oh, it's bullshit, whatever, it's a butt dial kind of thing or wrong, wrong number. Even, even if, if it was that, the fact that it happened, like, right when your mom essentially asked for it, yeah. like, it, you know, if even if God's like, hey, I'm going to make this other man, like, accidentally hit the wrong number and called your mom, like, I think even that way is, is can be a, I don't even know what the word is that I'm trying to look for. Coincidence? But coincidence, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just, it's, or it's like a synchronicity, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he put all these things in line to make it happen so that when your mom said that, okay, here, I'm going to make this guy hit the wrong number. And and it happened that way. Even um, and this is me just throwing out like even if someone wants to say like oh well someone yeah. could have just you know called the wrong number. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you said the whole butt dial thing. I was like, well, you can't really butt dial back then either. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Also, uh, I don't know how long the whole Star sixty nine thing, but it would have been interesting to you know Star sixty nine be like, hello, this is this? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hi, this is Saint Peter. How can I help you? How can I direct your call? Let me go. Yeah, it's funny because now there's this joke in my family that whenever we want something or something's going on, we're like, hey, mom, can you go talk to your BFF upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll put in a word. Yeah. And it's like our joke now. And I keep telling mom, I'm like, oh, what if I start asking, like, hey, God, can you give me a call? Like, is he going to call me? Or am I going to be like, oh, it's a random number. Never mind. And like decline it. <laughs> so yeah, I, just, I feel like that's probably what I would do. I <laughs> ignore all the calls I don't know. So be God and be like, I don't know who God is. So. I, I answer them just because a lot of times they're those scam calls for uh, the social security thing, like social <laughs> security fraud or whatever. And I like to mess with them. So that's why I answer them. I always answer in French. Really? No, no. I don't speak French. <laughs> it, it confuses people, but I love it. That's funny. That's crazy. God yeah. calling you on the phone. Yeah. I tell, like, so my mom has, her side of the family has gypsy blood, like legitimate gypsy blood. And her whole side of the family has had stuff like her, um, her grandpa. So my great grandpa um, could water witch. What is that? So essentially you take a stick that's kind of like a Y shape and you hold on to like the, two pieces Uh and you feel the vibrations of the earth until you get to water. Oh, okay. And apparently he was like super accurate. And at first I was like, okay, whatever. But she was like, this was in the middle of like drought times and in Mm -hmm. Texas. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And he could, he would like go somewhere and be like, you need to dig right here. And they would, and within a couple of feet, they would hit clean, fresh water. Um, he had people talk to him like he had visions before mm-hmm. um, he I guess they were trying to find some abandoned mine or something like that and there was this rock with a turtle on it that was supposed to be like the clue to get to the next one it was like this really secluded mine and I guess my great-grandpa and a bunch of these guys were just walking around they couldn't find it and they went to bed that night and he had this vision of like you know, like the old school Indians, like legitimate Indians, um, mm-hmm. one appeared to him and like took him to this rock and was like, here you go. And right as he went to go turn and be like, whoa, thank you. Like you just helped me out here. He was gone. 
And he woke up the next morning and was super confused. He didn't know if it was real or not. And he was like, okay, let's see if it is. And literally walked straight to that rock and was like, hey, here's this rock with the turtle on it that we needed. Let's go find this mine now. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, where's where's my powers? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so why didn't I get those superpowers? Yeah. For sure. It was pretty cool. And um, it's funny because they they used to live in El Paso. So whenever we go past by them, I'm like, I wonder if I can find like where the old house was or something like that. But yeah, they had a lot of experiences happen to them and they had a lot of paranormal stuff happen. And at first I was like, mom, you're just telling me ghost stories, but my mom is not the one to make up ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So when she tells me, I'm like, okay, you're, you're legitimate. You're actually telling me the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they had a farm in New York, like upstate New York in Buffalo. It was either Buffalo or Rochester. And um, like, first off, I'm like, why would you live in a secluded little farm in the middle of nowhere? Like, you know, stuff is bound to happen. Um, But they bought this farm and it had, I think like 10 acres or something like that. And it had a house that was already there. And the backstory behind that house was there was a man and his wife and I think two or three little kids And there was a tractor accident and the wife ended up dying. And the husband like had the funeral and was like, all right, bye, packed up the kids and left, like didn't turn back that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And my mom and her family moved in. And I think there's five or six kids between them. And they said the whole house was completely fine. Like you didn't have any sort of issues until you walked up the stairs and like turned the corner corner onto like the landing. And as soon as you got up there, you could feel her and it wasn't threatening, but it was definitely like, I'm going to hold my kid close to me sort of a thing. Um, and one of her sisters had a little baby and apparently there was never really any big issues, but there was one night that this her sister Joy had all the lights on and was like actually holding her baby because she saw the lady like right in front of her and she was like, This is my baby, you are not taking my baby, and was like clutching her. Yeah. Um, no one else ever saw her. They could feel her, they could tell something was there, but Joy was the only one that could actually actually saw her and I was like "Mm -mm." I would have been like sorry sold goodbye or burned to the ground (laughs) you know um but yeah and then they ended up building another house like 20 feet away Mm -hmm. from the original and then they were trying to sell it and the person who was coming in to look at the house and buy it she was like oh this is awesome and she bought it first mistake And then she calls my uncle Mike and she said, Hey, is there anyone living on the presences? Like I keep getting this weird feeling that someone is there. And my uncle Mike will be, or my uncle Mike, who's, you know, the jokes are, yes. He's like, well, there's no one living there. It's just (laughs) you. Um, Dead there, but yeah. And apparently she was never really like hostile or anything that, They just got that weird, like, are you going to steal my child sort of a thing? Um, I guess anytime the kids were young or there were like grandkids there, 
there was kind of that feeling like they cannot be left alone. Mm-hmm. But it was never like in the movies where like the poltergeist or whatever is like trying to out, they're out to kill you. It's not something like yeah. that, but it was definitely that like underlying tone of the kids probably shouldn't be left alone there. Um, I guess all the sisters could feel it and the one brother could feel it. The other brother was like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> but, and I guess how it, how it became to be kind of like a known thing in the house was, I guess they were watching a ghost movie and I guess it like came to an end and everybody looked at each other like, so are we going to talk about this? <laughs> um, and everyone's like, yeah, you feel her. And they're like, yeah, we all feel her upstairs in that back room. And they're like, okay, like we're all feeling her at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. What What was that back room before? Was, was that their bedroom? Or? Yeah, it was just a bedroom. And I'm guessing it was like a like the master bedroom or where she – I was I would guess either the bedroom where she slept or where her kids were mm-hmm. um because that's the same room where she, Joy saw her. And like I don't know if it's because of my family or it's just a hot spot, but apparently their grandpa was also who was dead by the way. Their grandpa also was active in the house, mm-hmm. I guess as well. Um it was another one of those situations where everybody was kind of busy doing their own thing and the laundry was in the basement, which I'm like, no, no. <laughs> because my mom described it as like to get into the basement, you have to like reach your hand around the wall to like turn on a light. Mm. And I'm like, Oh hell no. Like oh, there's not a chance. For the, the ghost to grab you and just take you <laughs> no. under. Like, you I, went, I, went, I went like this. Cause like you just reach around and you just feel, mm. <laughs> Yeah, no. I would be like, I don't need new clothes. I don't need clean clothes. Like, that's fine, guys. I'll just buy more. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently it was kind of unfinished. It was really just, like, the laundry. And... It's always unfinished basements. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Maybe it's once once it's finished, the ghosts are like, ah, yeah, someone else is here. Never mind. Bye. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, they were... One of the sisters was doing laundry, minding her own business, and she kept getting told she kept hearing go check on the baby mm. and she's like yelling at her husband. Cause her husband was upstairs, like I guess on the main floor watching TV. And she's like, what do you want? And nothing. And so she's like, okay, he's messing with me or he doesn't need me that badly. And so she kept doing laundry and she heard again, like go check on the baby. And it was an older man's voice. And so she's like, okay, it's my husband. Maybe he's too lazy to go upstairs to go check on the baby and finally, she's like, whatever, I'm going to go upstairs. And she looks at her husband. She's like, well, what did you want? He's like, what do you mean? I've been watching TV. And she kind of had that weird feeling. And I don't know if it's because her mom senses or because it's a ghost house. <laughs> um, but she went upstairs. And sure enough, the baby had the blankets like string or like all around her neck. And she was strangling herself oh, pretty much. Wow. And... I was like, okay, so there's a good ghost in there. Yeah. Um, and apparently it was described as the grandpa's voice. Yeah. So, which I'm kind of confused because I don't think the grandpa died there. So maybe he was just called there because of family. Maybe yeah. that house is just a hot spot. I don't know. But 
I mean, I, I definitely believe that our family just kind of hangs. Or, uh, the, the moment you started, t- t- like, saying this story, like, I just kept getting waves of, like, body chills, and you haven't even gotten to the part, like, <laughs> where anyone was saying anything. So, so yeah. I don't know. I definitely think that our family um, – well, I think people think that family can't visit us or family isn't with us because then that would mean that they're stuck here. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess, believe or what I've learned is that, you know, they can cross over and then they just kind of come back and forth and sometimes they'll come and, and hang out and chill with us for a second and then they go back and, you know, come <laughs> yeah. back and forth. So especially in a, in a situation where – you know, family is in trouble to kind of give a warning. I, yeah. you know, they can make their presence known. Yeah, and I feel like and, it, I feel like it's also one of those like when they haven't met someone. Yeah, because we were actually at Olga's house one time, and I was changing Joe on the bed, and she like looks up and points behind me. Oh no, Becky! <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me," because <laughs> um, it was also twelve thirty four too. So my mom's mom had a terrible battle with cancer and for two weeks before she passed away whenever my mom looked at the time it was always 12 34 mm-hmm. and two weeks after it was always 12 34 and so my mom was like okay that's just when she's checking in um yeah. and she got the name gaggy because my sister was too little to say grandma mm-hmm. so gaggy got stuck um yeah and joe was only a year so gaggy is kind of not something she says. So when she did that, I was like, hi, gaggy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was like, Joe was just laughing and smiling about it. So I was like, maybe they're, maybe they're just checking in like, Hey, there's a new baby. Let me check in and in a harmless it's way. Family. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I feel like kids also have the most experiences too. Like I feel like they're close enough I don't know if it's just because of their age or whatever, but I feel like, because I think Lizzie did the same thing too, where she would be laughing at something. And my mom made the comment one time, um, we were actually back home in Arizona and Lizzie was like cracking up. And it was the first time she really laughed because she was like straight face, mean mug, everybody kind of a baby. I remember that. (laughs) And she was cracking up and she was looking at something else. And my mom made the comment like, oh, she's just laughing with the angels. And I was like, yeah okay that would that would line up (laughs) Um, yeah I don't know what it is but maybe kids just have a closer connection I don't know for sure and I think they're just not jaded by you know people telling them that the things that they're seeing or experiencing is their imagination or aren't real yeah I mean that's like a common theme that we keep talking about I feel like on quite a few of our episodes is like as adults you know we just or we kept getting told that it's our imagination or it's not real, it's fake. So we're like, mm-hmm. okay. And then we like shut off that ability to be able to see those things. Exactly. Or, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's, or, I was going to say, or you tell yourself that because you're, you're afraid. Scared and, to. You, know, yeah. you don't want <laughs> I mean, it to be real. I was going to say, you, you say that, you know, where are my superpowers? You probably have them, but since you're, you're saying you're a scaredy cat, you're like, no, I don't want to experience anything. <laughs> my mom always says that, Mine is luck. She's like, and I now after she told me that, I'm like, okay, makes sense. But she always says that, like, her parts of the family might be able to like water witch or talk to ghosts, which I think is way cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says luck is always on my side. She says I'm always able to make things work. And at first, I'm like, well, maybe it's just because I'm a smooth talker or something. And <laughs> she's like, no, because there's situations where 
things just always work out for you. The universe kind of always makes a way for you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, like maybe that's my thing. Amazing, but I'm yeah. like, that's kind of like lame. Like, why can't I be like a cool water witching person <laughs> or talking to ghosts? Like, you know, hey, Martha, how you doing? Oh, let me tell the police that's who killed you. You know, like, why can't I do that? <laughs> yeah. I think um, that we all have these psychic abilities. Um, Eric, I've talked to you about this before many times, but it we it's just like a muscle that we have to work on. Mm-hmm. Or like where some people may be naturally gifted piano players, like these child prod- prodigies and stuff like that. Like we have to work our ass off to be able to get to that kind of thing. Yeah. I think there's other, you know, everyone has these psychic abilities. There's some that are born with it that are just like natural and and they can see the ghosts and talk to ghosts like no problem. Whereas other people might have to work a little bit harder to get to that point. But I believe that everyone has those abilities just deep down. And I feel like once you kind of experience it, you're a little bit more open to it. Like my mom has had so many experiences and I'm like, can you chill out woman? Like, (laughs) okay, we get it. You're cool. Yeah. (laughs) um, Like my mom so we've always had a lot of dogs. Um, we always rescue dogs and they always have this great ability to pick the best dogs. You know, like we've had pit bull chow mixes that I have literally fallen asleep on and they're always these total sweethearts. And we had this one dog named Charlie and he was this big brown dog. Like even the vet was like, I have no idea. He's a brown dog. And he was super sweet and he finally just got super old and my mom was like, okay, it's time, it's time to put him down. But it was my sister's dogs. And so it was like my sister's choice. And she finally was like, okay, he's just in too much pain and it's the more humane thing. And they went to go put him down. And as they're kind of giving him his last little snuggles and that stuff, my mom heard a voice say, the next one will be Jasper. And at first my mom was like, what? But then thought like, it's just me being like, whatever, like it's not real because there's just a lot of high emotions. My sister was devastated to say the least. Like she was heartbroken. Like that was her dog. And, and so my mom didn't really think too much about it. She thought maybe she like overheard maybe someone else in like a different room or something like maybe it was like a vet nurse saying like oh yeah your next patient's jasper or something like that she didn't really think too much about it um and a couple weeks later you know some time goes by and my dad who always says he doesn't want more animals comes home (laughs) with another dog and you know the dog jumps out and he's this beautiful brindle color um and my dad looks at my mom and my mom and sister are like, another dog? And my dad said, hey, like the pound already had a name for him. We can change it if you want to. But his name is Jasper. Aww. And my mom lost it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> and my sister and my dad were just like, uh, can you explain? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. I just said his name was Jasper. <laughs> like, are you that offended? And she told them. And my sister was pretty much like, okay, that makes sense. Like mom's just getting told things from somebody else. Like, you know, it didn't really phase my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom and her experiences, and I'm sure she has plenty of other ones. um, But the experiences she's had, it's just like, 
you're on a whole nother level. You know, like me and my dad have had our own, but my mom really takes, she just takes first place when it comes to that because hers are, I don't want to say more intense, but I guess, I guess they're more intense and more personal. Mm -hmm. Like what's happened to my dad, I feel it's just kind of like a random thing. Not random thing is like, it definitely was a paranormal thing that happened, but it was like by chance it happened or with what happened to my mom was very personal. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I want to know what happened to your dad. So <laughs> let me start by saying my dad is the most logical, like he has an explanation for everything. He does not get scared. He, I mean, since he was 12, he's been going out into the middle of nowhere camping with literally a tent and some supplies. And he's like, yeah, I'll be back in two weeks. And his mom and dad are like, fine, go take the bus. Goodbye. Get out of here. Um, he's not scared of anything like, and he has this insane knowledge about wildlife. Um, like he can just hear an animal walk and be like, Oh, based on this, this type of sound that they're making in you know, the way the footsteps patterns are, it's definitely this type of animal. Um, Mm. It's crazy. It's weird. And he knows all these little facts and things about them, um, which is awesome for when we go out camping or hunting because then I'm like, okay, I'm safe because he knows everything. (laughs) Um, And he loves exploring ghost towns and mines and that sort of thing. That's like his passion. Um, he recently got introduced to YouTube and like all he watches on YouTube is, is ghost mind stuff. Um, it's actually, it's super cute actually. Um, but there was one time that he was out in a mine in the middle of nowhere, like usual. And he was super far back. And usually in mines, especially when they're just straight in, um, the bats and the javelina, sometimes deer, they will go into the into the mine and use it as shelter, but only to a certain point mm-hmm. because after you get too far, it's just, my dad describes it as a blackness you can't describe. Yeah. And I'm just like, no thanks. I'll just, yeah. I'll just stay out here. Um, and he says that it just gets too dark and too far away from light that animals don't feel safe enough to go farther back. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, they're smart. And so my dad being the fearless man that he is, he's like, Hey, I'm going to go explore this and see if I can't find any cool stuff that was left behind at this mine. And so he's just walking around having a great time. And in a lot of these mines, there's this like silica sand dirt mix. Um, and it's like super crunchy. So like if you walk, even if you're far away, you can hear it because it's crunchy. Um, and my dad heard something and he's like, huh. didn't think too much about it. And he's walking still um, and he hears it again. And my dad's like, okay, maybe it's my lantern. He holds the lantern still and he's hearing it. And he's like, that's human. Ugh. No. And and he said, like, because it's um because he was looking at all like the maps and the blueprints for all of these, um, I'm sure they're not called blueprints, but like the the way the that maps these for the mines. The maps for the mines yeah. and everything like that. And it was a straight shot. And he said that if there was anybody in that mine, you would be able to see for about two miles ahead of you. You would mm-hmm. see a lantern. Yeah. And so 
as soon as he realized like that's human, there's no lantern. He said, there's no way that you could walk in there because he said, it's so dark. There's no way you would get so disoriented. He's like, there's no way. And I mean, even him who is experienced in this and he knows yeah. what he's doing. Even he knows you take a lantern, you take a flashlight, you, you have things to get you out, you know, just mm-hmm. in case. Um, and he said that was the first time he's ever had a moment where he was like, I need to get out of here right now. Hit the hair on the back of his neck stood up and he yeah. looked it out of there. And I guess he waited for a while afterwards because he, it was the footsteps coming towards him. And so he waited for a while and nothing ever came out. And he was just like, no, I'm not going in back in there. And I mean, people have a very distinct pattern of when they walk, you know, they've kind of like, yeah. they roll, you know, roll their foot. And so he could tell that. And I was like, Mm-mm. like, I'm so glad I'm not there with you. Yeah. So yeah, I was just, and so I'm like, maybe it was just like an old miner who died in, in the mine or something like that that was there. But when he tells me that, I'm like, nope. I'm like, and he wonders why I don't want to go with him. Like, you know, yeah. he's like, hey, come with me. And I'm like, uh, no, let me tell you this, this ghost story and then come with me. Like, no. Yeah. It's and, like- and even I was going to just going to say that, like, even if it was an actual human, that is still scary as hell. Why is a human hanging out in like an abandoned darkness. mind in darkness? <laughs> yeah. Like even that is terrifying. Yeah. And however like, you look at it. And like my, when my dad goes, he, it's funny cause I've gone with him a couple of times. And when he goes to explore these mines, he goes like as far as you possibly can. Um, or like if it's one of the ones that drops kind of at a slight angle, he goes until he's, he's like, okay, this is no longer safe. Cause a lot of these mines still have like the beams in them for all the support. And so he oh, goes okay. until he knows like, okay, it's no longer safe. And yeah. so he knows like, there's not many other people that are willing to go that far back mm-hmm. and then people to go. And then people that do go, they don't go unprepared. So my dad was just like, Ooh. and for him, the most logical man, I think, that I've ever known he's so logical for him to say that it's like okay yeah this is legit this is legitimate there is something or there's or there is some weird ass person like a golem I don't know yeah (laughs) um which I think that makes it even more creepy yeah right that's what I'm saying like no matter how you look at it like it's terrifying and yeah would not want to go there again yeah yeah I was trying to I was trying to look up right now to see if um there was anything like, well, like so you mentioned silica and stuff like that, but I don't, I didn't find anything as far as like it being like any kind of like conduit for any kind of paranormal stuff. But were you gonna try and throw and stay tone tape? Oh my god, I can't say it. Stone tape theory. Sorry, were you gonna try and get into that again? Well, I mean, no, but since you bring it up, <laughs> liar. Um, no, well, I mean, it's just because you know. It's it's a mine, so like you don't know what's in there, this and that, blah, blah blah. I mean, obviously, if somebody dies in there, it's always a possibility. But you know, the fact that you know that what you don't know what's down there and stuff. Like, I was just trying to see if, but I didn't see, it. I didn't find anything. But you brought up stone tape theory, so it was a, two episodes ago. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I mean, mines were so dangerous back then. Like mm-hmm. when I, mean, I got. They're dangerous now. Yeah. Well, that's true. (laughs) And a lot of times he like starts off in one point and he always has his GPS and he like kind of tracks roughly where he's at. 
And so he can go back and say, like, this is the mine I was at. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, part of me would like to go and see, but then part of me is like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me like, maybe if I bring like 12 flashlights with like a ton of batteries. <laughs> so yeah, I'm safe. Sure. But yeah, no, yeah. I just. GPS tracking. Yeah, and he always goes when there's no service, and I'm like, "What if something happens to you? You're just I know, yeah, stuck." (laughs) No, I. That's yeah. I've always wanted to have those kind of like wilderness skills. I've never really ever gone out in the wilderness, but it's nice, like those TV shows where they can drink their own pee by doing (laughs) this and that, like all that stuff. It's fascinating. I would die in a zombie apocalypse, but it's fascinating to watch other people do it. Yeah, I always joke. I'm like, I'd be so scared. I would just be first. I'd be like, just take me now. Like, mm-hmm. don't make me live in fear. I'm sorry, I can't handle this. It's like, you know what? If I always wanted to be a zombie, just right here. Just don't mess up the face. <laughs> it's a new experience. Out. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. So why would you have them go for your neck? Have them bite your arm or something? Whatever. I'm just. <laughs> why do you have to be logical? This isn't even a logical conversation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I don't know. 2020 has gone kind of iffy. Who knows? Might be possible. That's what I was hoping for at the beginning of this, and then it didn't happen. I was like, well, why have I been watching The Walking Dead this whole time trying to prepare? Like, it's not, yeah. I've been asking the same thing. Why have you been watching The Walking Dead? Shut up. You never even watched it. You can't even say that you. I saw two episodes. That's not nearly enough. That was enough for me. (laughs) You have to commit. Josh has already tried getting me to watch it. I'm like, no, sorry. (laughs) Can't do that. I will say I haven't watched like this last season and a half of the prior. I kind of fell off track with it, but it, yeah, whatever. I still love it. Do you? But, hmm? What? Do you though? I do. <laughs> okay. Jerk. Um. So Shannon, so you haven't had like any experiences yourself other than like kind of having that feeling in the well, in the house in that farm. I've had two, like the one for sure. I'm like, okay, shitty ish is happening. The other one, I'm like, I was just being dumb and scared. Um, because like, I don't really trust myself sometimes because like when I was stationed, um, in Montana, there was an earthquake at night and I was laying down in bed and I was like, Oh fuck, this is how I die. Like the ghost <laughs> is coming for me. And then Josh was like, dude, chill. It's an earthquake. And so like, I would have thought ghosts too. I don't know. Oh, and I remember That's texting so like Josh. <laughs> it does sound like no. <laughs> pretty much was like super chill because we had this joke in our old house that we had, um, which I don't know why they do this. There's like a little basement. It's not really a basement. It's like a little underground thing underneath the house, and the little door to go underneath is in our closet. Like was in our closet for our bedroom. And Josh, knowing how I am, would be like, oh, I wonder if we should feed the people that are down there. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the kind of person that like you even mentioned La Llorona and I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope, like lights on. And so he would always say this to me. And so when that earthquake happened, I was like, oh, fuck. And we had just gotten Lizzie to bed. And I was like, nope. I was like, get Lizzie, put her on the bed right now. There's two times specifically where I'm like, okay, something could have been involved. But the one time where for sure I'm like, okay, there is something else happening. Um, 
So I was pretty new to the Air Force. I was living on my own, like a true big kid. I'm like, I was a cop. Um, my dad always like taught me how to like defend yourself and how to be smart. Like as soon as you get in and out of your car, lock the doors. Like you check around, like as you're walking up to your car, you check underneath it, you check in your seat, that sort of thing. Um, and then of course, living on my own being like 19, 20, I did that a little bit more because I'm like, Hey, I live on my own and I didn't want anyone knowing where I lived. So I'm like, I'm really on my own here. And, uh, I, no one had keys to my car. It was literally just me, which now looking back, I'm like, man, it's like super dangerous because like no one knew where I lived. No one had an extra set of anything. So like something happened to me, like I was screwed. Um, but I had a friend like to give you a little background here. I had a friend work on my car. It was, my car was brand new and it needed an oil change. And I was like, Hey, I've never changed oil on this. Like, will you show me how? Cause he was like super handy with cars. And he was like, yeah, you know, but he never went inside my car. And, you know, so he changed the oil and he's like, yeah, cool. Like, bye. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. see you later. Um, and then, you know, that was the end of the day. And the next day I woke up and I was going to go grocery shopping and I went into my car and I was like, yo, why is my mirror like the rear view mirror? I was like, why is it pointed up at the, like the roof of the car? And I tried adjusting it and I couldn't. And I was like, I was getting really pissed off because I was like, dude, I just want to go grocery shopping. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah. I kept messing with it. And I finally realized it had been twisted. It was like, you know, you can like turn oh, your mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it can turn, like do a full turn like twice. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. So like I'm turning it and I'm like, okay, this is, this isn't like, oops, I bumped it. Yeah. So I'm like unturning it. I'm just like, like, how did this happen? My first thought was like, oh, my friend was changing my oil. Like maybe I like went around the cars and because I was there with him because he was teaching me. I was there with him the whole entire time. But I was like, maybe he like found a way to like sneak in my car and pull a prank on me. And Mm -hmm. so I called him and I was like, look, I was like, don't mess with me right now. Like, be serious. Like, did you mess with my mirror? Like, What mirror? I was like, the mirror for my car, like, did you mess with it? He's like, no. And I was like, you swear. And he's like, I will swear it. He's like, I didn't mess with it. And I was like, okay. And then I called a couple other friends that had been over to my house before. Mm. And I was like, like, they was like, well, like a drive back. Cause I lived in an apartment. And so like, I never let people into my apartment. Cause I'm like, <laughs> this is my space, dude. I don't need you up in my workspace and my personal life. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I was like, have you ever like been in my car? Like, have you ever messed with it? And they're all like, no, Shannon, why are you being so weird? And I'm like, my mirror was flipped. And even to this day, I'll sometimes think about it and be like, how did that happen? Um, Super random. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, like as soon as I get out of my car, like the first thing I do is lock it. And then I get my house key out, you know, cause it's all in the same key ring. So I lock it and then I immediately put my house key in and it's like my routine because I'm like hey I'm a young person living on my own in a place where I don't have any family nearby and it's like as soon as I get in my car doors are locked that sort of thing and no one had spare keys and no one had been in my car or anything that so I still don't know and I'm just like so that's where I think like because I mean it took me probably a good five minutes. I'm embarrassed to say it took me like five minutes to figure <laughs> this out that my mirror was twisted. But I'm just like 
I think about, I'm like, maybe something could have happened if I would have left at the time I was supposed to. Um, oh, who yeah. knows? You know, because it was, sure. it happened um, kind of in that, well, fall, but mm. every every season is snow for Montana. <laughs> um, and so, like, things were pretty slick out and everything. So I think, like, maybe if I was on the road, something would have happened to me. Um, I have yeah. no idea, but every once in a while I'll think about it and just be like, was someone messing with me? Like, yeah. and part of me, I mean, this happened four years ago, probably more like five now. Part of me still wants to like reach out to my one friend and be like, are you sure you didn't mess with my ears? <laughs> it's like, it's been five years. Just come forward with yeah. it. Which is um, it creeps me out. And like, I told my mom and my mom pretty much was like, well, what if someone was watching out for you? And I was like, who, who was watching out for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, it, I mean, I've heard of not necessarily haunted cars, but like when you drive by a, a place where like ghosts will just like pop into your car, like you pick them up and you take them home with you kind of situation. So maybe you picked up a ghost and then it was hanging out in your car. And, and then you look in the rear of your mirror and they're sitting in the back seat. No, like that's how it goes down. This, I, I look in my, I well, I have to look in my rear view mirror, but I sometimes I'm like, I know if, and like somebody is sitting in the back seat right now. I know it and I don't want to. <laughs> look and I just force myself to and I'm like okay there's nobody there that I can see but yeah that's why I always Great. look in my car and I'm like okay no one's there I was so creeped out like for the longest time I was I was super paranoid I was like no one like definitely no one's gonna be in my car and I remember I gave one of my friends a ride to work and I like watched everything she did I was like <laughs> making sure but nothing like that ever happened again so I have no idea I was just Life's I, life's biggest mystery. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that idea that maybe something could have possibly happened if you had gotten in your car and driven off. So that extra five minutes of you trying to figure it out helped out. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. The other thing too that Michelle's talked about before is um like you, you, you talk about wanting to like experience things and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um when you doubt yourself or you doubt like, you know, it, it's um you're, you know how we talked about when parents tell their kids, like, hey, um, uh, it's not real or, you know, you're imagining it. It's basically you're doing the same thing to yourself. Like, you're you're not opening your mind to the possibilities of what's actually going on. And you're just trying to, like, ah, whatever, you know, explain away. And you kind of, like, I mean, is that kind of the gist of it, Michelle, or am I completely wrong? No, no, no. I, and, I think, and then I was just going to admit that uh, your friend Ugo, what he said about, like, I don't know. The world's kind of a better place when there's a little bit of magic in it. Mm-hmm. But if you're just so logical that you're just like, nope, 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 nope. But it's like, just just let a little magic in. And there's yeah. always a little, you know, I just add some color to life. Yeah, It's not all like, you know, science and math only. There's things that we haven't been able to explain yet. Maybe we will at some point. But It's like, it's like oh. stuff back in the day that... They couldn't explain, and now we have explanations for it. Like, yeah. why do apples fall from trees, and why don't they float away? <laughs> Gravity. Gravity. And I feel like I, it's it's dumb for us to say, like, oh, there's nothing else with us. Because, I'm like, I think of it as, like, <laughs> there's so much stuff that happens. Like, there's – and there's so many different planets and everything that, like, that we're, mm-hmm. we would be dumb to be, like, there's nothing else out there. It's just us because there's all this space and stuff. Like, there has to be something – there you know i was gonna say would, would you like to talk about aliens because i could go on and on well. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um, no i don't know if it's actually i don't know if it's aliens like 
or well yeah and and that's and that's one idea and things that like i've explored too is like it's not necessarily that it has to be like aliens on a different planet like physical beings but interdimensional beings like if there are multiple dimensions and stuff like that and things are just kind of slipping in and out and we, yeah anyway yeah, so, yeah. I, like i said i can go on and on but i'd rather not because okay, well, like and this story is for you then oh yay so okay so maybe you can help me find some reason behind this or maybe you'll just be like aliens straight up <laughs> probably um, <laughs> so they're among I, us yeah yep. the lizard people <laughs> um so there was a point before I joined the military that I was working and going to school and I would be gone from like seven 30 in the morning to like nine. And then I would have to drive home. And it was like the same thing. It got to like a routine where like nothing ever faced me, you know, the roads were all straight. It was very smooth sailing. And there was one day that I was driving home and we live about 45 minutes away from a power plant. So I don't know, maybe it has something to do with power plant. I don't know. Experiments. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm driving home and no joke, I'm like five minutes away from home. And right before you hit the road to get to my house, there's like this little grove of trees and I'm just driving nothing. And I look over on the passenger side and I was like, oh, the moon is super low. And then like, I look, you know, didn't think too much. About it. And I look forward. I'm like, Wait, that's the moon. And then I look back over and there's three like, what? like kind of dull lights, I guess is the only way to explain it. Like I thought it was the moon. Cause you know how sometimes depending on the phase that the moon is in, yeah, it's super bright or sometimes it's kind of like dull. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there was like three of them and they were parallel to the tree line. And I was like, what the, and I was like, uh-uh, like homey don't place. And so I was like, kept driving. And I thought, maybe I'm just being paranoid. I looked over and they were still there. And when I looked over that second time, I just got this super like weird doom, like impending doom feeling. And my mom used to stay up for me because I would get home so late. She would just stay home. And as soon as I got home, she'd be like, all right, love you. Bye. You know, she'd go back to bed. And I called her and I was like, get outside right now. She's like, what's wrong? And I was like, mom, just be outside. Like I'm about to get home, be outside. And I remember I like, as soon as I had that dread feeling, I like booked it. I like sped, I was speeding way more than I should have been. And I booked it home. I like peeled into the driveway and like jumped out and ran. And mom's like, you left the door open. And I was like, <laughs> I like went back and closed the door and I like ran inside and it's funny because then like I got inside the house and she's like care to explain <laughs> and I told her I was like mom like I was like am I cracking up here like what happened and I told her I was like it was weird because it wasn't the moon because I was looking at the moon <laughs> and yeah. I was too scared to like go back out and check <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, mom, can you do it for me? Like, I'm too scared. <laughs> um, and she's like, yeah, no idea what it was. And now I'm like freaked out. And we actually just drove to Arizona and we got home about 830. And I was like, looking, I was like, I don't see anything. Um, and now the power plant is closed anyways. So now I'll never know. But it freaked me out and because it was just like I was fine and dandy having a great drive home 
like always. And then I saw that. And then I had this weird impending doom thing, like, and not just like when you have anxiety and like things feel bad, like this true sense of like something is going to happen. And I booked it. I was like, I'm so glad I'm driving a vehicle with a Hemi right now. And I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I I can, I can get real tinfoil hat with you right now. (laughs) Let's do it. um, No, one, one of the, the, yeah. I mean, when, when people see, Actually, first off, let me ask: Was it were they all the lines like in a straight line, or was it more of like triangular? It was, it was in this like perfect line, and it was just like it really was like you know how this side like I don't really have, like a moon size, yeah, but like three dull lights, and they were just in this perfect line. Because at first I was like the ref- maybe like a reflection of the moon, but like. No, the moon, looked, hunt, yeah. the moon looked completely different, that sort of thing. Um, and it was just right, right, barely above the tree line. It was this perfect little parallel, like line parallel to like the trees and everything that um, it was super weird. Hmm. No, I mean, I, I know that that feeling of doom, just like you explained too. it's not like, oh, OK, yeah, I'm scared of this thing. But like, holy shit, something bad is going to happen yeah. right now. Like that's a, a common feeling when people have like experiences with with ufos and or close encounters i guess kind of thing and um i mean the other theory especially with ufos is that it's either government or another country's government kind of ufos like it ufo doesn't necessarily mean aliens i guess is what i'm trying to get at Mm. so um and also it's arizona there's always like alien stuff going on in arizona and i'm like (laughs) and i'm the first person like i'll admit it like when people are like i saw an alien or i had this alien encounter i'm like you're full of like you're lying or you're high or something and like i don't know why i do that because like i will freely admit like there's other things amongst us in a different different dimension or Something, I mean, there's deja vu for a reason, like that sort of thing. And so I free, I totally believe that there's other stuff going on. So it's weird that I'm like, maybe it's just because I don't trust other people. Because like, I'm sure if my mom or something was to say something that I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Good, mm-hmm. you know, Aliens. Good, good sure. source. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mom yeah. totally would believe it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that makes sense. You have to be able to discern you know, fact from fiction with other people. And like you said, I, I try and be open-minded because I can't tell someone they did or didn't have an experience yeah. or it's bullshit or not. And I just love hearing the story too, even <laughs> if it's bullshit. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's, I don't know. I definitely do think that there's something out there for sure. Let's go ahead and wrap up. Is there anything that you have to promote or anything like that? Don't do drugs. Stay don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's good if you do, drugs, it. do it responsibly do it with a buddy do it with a sober buddy <laughs> i you know what that's good that's actually good. um i i don't know how many of your people listen that are like veterans or anything like that um there is a company that um i'm sort of helping um it's called in extremist apparel um a portion of their um pro- profits go to helping veterans with PTSD and that sort of thing. And that have mental health issues from the military. I totally forgot about that, but yeah, I, uh, I actually used to work with him and I was like, Hey, like what can I do to help? Because as someone who suffers from PTSD and depression, anxiety, like I strive to go for those companies. And so it's like, Hey, what can I do? And he's like, we just started like, help me. And so I'm like, yeah, I used to work with you. Like, of course. So there you go. All right. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. 
Um, I've loved that God calling on the phone. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the reason why I still have my faith. Like when I doubt, I'm like, but God called my mom. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to keep a little bit of faith. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But no, we appreciate those stories. And if your mom does want to get a camera or a computer with a camera on there, <laughs> we'd love to hear more. All right. So those were Shannon's, well, I guess Shannon's mom's stories, but also at the end there, her stories. I think that was a UFO. Aliens. Yeah. We actually have a video of, of uh, I think it's uh, one of Valeria's friends that also sent us a, a video of like. Oh, yeah. With the possibly, three lights also, right? Yeah. It was. Well, I think in the video we can only see one at a certain point, but it's definitely, I think they saw multiple lights. Same way, like in a line, kind of like traveling across. And they're like, the same way as Shannon described them, it's the same way. So we need, we might need to try and put that up there just so we can kind of like. I know we don't have Shannon's, but we, you know, have something. Have something. Yeah. Um, and then if, if you guys noticed that I was really quiet or didn't speak a lot, it's because every time I had a question, Shannon answered it. So she was really detailed with her stories. So that that's why I didn't ask a lot of questions and stuff because she was really good about like really going into detail about everything. So there, there was nothing for me to ask because <laughs> she, you know. She she covered everything. So it's just more about adding commentary, but no, those are those are good and well told. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying now. Now I'm wondering what her mom's gonna say about the stories and see if there's actually <laughs> stuff <laughs> that she left, left out. Yeah, exactly. Again, sh- like we've mentioned before, just sharing this stuff, even if it's not your thing, uh, or I mean, again, <laughs> if you're listening, it probably is your thing, right? But. <laughs> Uh, definitely share it um, and ask your friends to share it, you know, be annoying because, you know, we definitely try to be annoying about it or we don't try to be, but, you know, just trying to get of. ourselves, trying to get ourselves out there, you know, trying to grow. And, and thanks to you guys, we've definitely seen an increase in our numbers as far as like um, downloads and stuff like that. Uh, every month, it seems to be going up a little, little by little. And uh, we're starting to see more random people that are like random. And by random, I mean people we don't know uh, liking our pages, subscribing and stuff like that. So, I mean, we appreciate any any of you that that share the podcast. Right. Uh, give us reviews on Apple Podcasts, uh, five star reviews if you if if you feel so inclined. Um if it's a one star or a three star, just don't even bother. Don't waste yeah. your time. It's okay. I know your time is important. But if it's a five star, please take a little bit of your time. And, and we'll definitely read them on here. Uh, or Michelle will read them on here. And because, uh, you know, got to give her something to do because it's not like she doesn't do a lot of already. Yeah. No. Thanks, um, brother. But no, I mean, uh, we appreciate you. Um, some of us on here work a little bit harder than others. And by that, I mean, Michelle works a lot harder than I do. Um but yeah, guys, uh, send in your stories because we want to hear them. Uh, if you want to do that, you can DM us or email us. And uh, if you want to DM us, it's on Instagram. It's at We Believe Do You Podcast. On Twitter, it's WBDY Podcast with an at at the beginning. Um, our Facebook is We Believe Do You with a question mark. And our email is we believed you at gmail.com. And I'm very proud of myself because I actually did that without a paper. Wow. Yeah. And applause for me. But uh, yeah, guys, go ahead and share your stories. We want to hear from you because we believe. Do you? Do you?